Welcome to the Emerging Artist Development Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Dose. This show is committed to providing developing artists the tools to create an emerging moment. All the tips and tricks you'll learn here are borrowed from 0 to 60 by AGD, an artist development program. Whenever we're recording a podcast, we're live in our Discord channel and available for Q&A. So if you're not a part of that artist community, come and join us and we'll get your questions answered. All right, let's get started. recording this episode on Monday, but I think it's going to go into the world on Wednesday, which will be my nine-year wedding anniversary. Um, I moved to Nashville uh, after a divorce back in Arizona, and um, I moved here. I, I, I tell the story in a way where um, it was pretty true we came to record in Nashville in August of 2012. And when I came to town, I was, I was pretty certain that when I went back home, uh, my marriage in, in Arizona would be dissolving. And, uh, and so I, you know, I made plans to stay in like, to just be in Nashville, for uh after that choice was made if if it went that way and it did go that way and uh so i went back to arizona and grabbed my guitars and some clothes no good clothes i've been looking back on my wardrobe decisions and they were bad were like always and now I mostly just wear black for that reason. Skinny jeans and a long black t-shirt because I just don't trust myself, y'all. Anyways, that's way off topic. Um, the, the thing was, we, I came to Nashville for that record. I didn't plan on staying here. I actually thought that I'd be here like a year or two. And then I, and then I thought I'd move to New York. And I met my wife very uh, shortly after moving here. Um, And it really was a wild and crazy time and experience to, you know, come out of a a relationship and, and write, you know, very quickly into a new one. And the perspectives that I gathered from just that experience alone changed just the the course of my life and really showed me a lot of how much I was doing on a daily basis to be the person that I thought I was supposed to be for people in my hometown, you know, uh, family members, both, you know, in-laws and, and my own family and just a lot that came with being a a young adult who got married very young. I got my first, I got married at 19, uh, in my first, um, marriage 
very spiritually inclined as I know a lot of people, especially a lot of musicians that came out of spiritual homes have some of that, that experience. And so, and now it's wild to just think that, you know, nine years, nine year wedding anniversary and uh, 10 years of being together. Cause we met very, very, uh, soon after, uh, I moved here and, I just share all that today as I'm celebrating nine years of marriage and really knowing that my identity was so tied up in being some version of a rock star and a failed rock star in a lot of ways with a failed marriage. And now nine years later, as I start, this podcast in a serious way and, and making a lot of changes to the, the brand that we've built with zero to 60, a lot of exciting changes. And, you know, I myself have gotten way back into a much more creative space where I'm writing a lot and, and doing a lot more creative things. My identity as I celebrate a decade with a partner who truly encouraged me every day to be the person that I was. And that's really hard to do. And it's really hard to find yourself in the midst of a budding relationship. And, and I'm, and I'm very, very grateful to my partner. Um, and I don't, she doesn't really have like any reason to listen to this podcast. (laughs) The other podcasts that we do, the awards show, maybe she'll listen to more. I'll probably share this with her, uh, to listen to, but identity is big. And so as I think about, my anniversary coming up, I think about my identity and, and I've had such a champion who has, uh, who has really pushed me to be me. And when I was lost and didn't know who that was, uh, had a, my partner had a lot of self-control and not telling me who, that was or should be, but saying, figure it out, you know, and, uh, that's been a journey all its own. But today, um, I'm just reflecting on, on that right now. And I want to encourage everybody to think about identity in a way that, um, think about the people who are encouraging you to be who you truly are and not wanting you to be a version of yourself that serves them. Or if you're changing makes them uncomfortable because they don't know they can't rely on you, right? Like that change in identity makes people uncomfortable because they don't know who you're going to become. And that can be scary. So they don't want you to change because they rely on you and that brings fear for them. 
So just kind of think about the people who are in your life that if you need to change, if you need a different path, if you need a different identity, people who are going to say, hey, go figure it out. And not people who say, this is what that should be, or this is what I need you to be. And circle those people up. Don't make any drastic changes in your life. Don't don't go run out and get divorced or anything like, because that's gnarly. I can speak from experience, but just think about who those people are. And if you don't have those, those people, um, put some, put some effort into finding community that encourages you to be who you truly are, not, um, people who want to keep you who you were Change is good, no matter what stage of life you're in. So, um, that's the discovery moment for today. I uh, just wanted to take some time and get a little bit vulnerable with everybody and, and share some personal history. Um, and we'll get back to discovery questions tomorrow. So take time to think about who in your life is allowing you to be who you truly are, the artist that you're really supposed to be, and the creative that you're really supposed to be, and circle up with them. Um, you know, and and I'm I'm not somebody who believes in cutting other people out or like the people are toxic. You don't have to cut people out, but just kind of some boundaries, you know, just kind of not, not going to them with the vulnerable places. Um, and just, you know, going to the people that want you to be who you really are. Good luck with that. And here's your task of the day. All right, just going to create a theme here. I like how this is happening. Like when I do the discovery question, I don't know what task I'm going to do next. I am going, I have some process for how I'm selecting the task that we're going to do for the task of the day. Um, But as I record the podcast, I'm like, okay, cool. What did we talk about in discovery? Where did I rant a little bit too much? Um, And how can I follow that up and and make that rant valuable? (laughs) So um, that's what I'm trying to do. Hopefully, hopefully y'all dig it. Um, so we actually have a task that follows up my, you know, my, uh, stories about my own life here that I think are, you know, pretty important. So this is a discovery task that comes from our branding pillar. So this is a branding, uh, pillar discovery phase. And the task is identity descriptors. Okay. This is taking time to really list out the descriptive words that will make up your artist identity in the, uh, artist expansion. I, I have a few videos on this in the branding pillar and the artist expansion. So if you haven't done the expansion yet, I think, I think that's a good place to start in all of this, you know, all of our clients, that go through a release campaign with us when they get into the tasks with us, um, they've done the expansion, which is a lot of evergreen, uh, thought work that this podcast is meant to supplement, I guess. So if you haven't done the expansion, I just, you know, I really encourage you to go do it. Um, and, and we really go into brand identity, I think pretty thoroughly in that expansion, but, So the task is, is to, you know, 
take the things that you learn about your brand identity, whether it's from us or from anywhere else, you know, there's, there's tons of great content about brand identity that you can, that you can find not just artist brand identity. Like you can go do, uh, find videos on TikTok or YouTube about how to build a brand and apply that to your creative process, you know, any brand. So doing that work, the task is to sit down and actually write it out. You know, what are the descriptors of your identity, right? So I was joking about my wardrobe in the previous section, you know, my wardrobe is if I had to describe it, I can tell you what the pieces are, right? The pieces are, um, you know, black skinny jeans, black shirt, usually a kind of a cool pair of shoes, maybe what, so that's describing the wardrobe, which we talk a little bit about in branding guidelines. I think we did that last week. I need to keep a little bit better track of which tasks I'm doing, but anyways, um, Identity is not the guidelines. Identity is the, the identity descriptors is supposed to be like the vibe, right? So if I had to describe my vibe, I want to look cool enough. I think that's how I would describe it. I want to wear skinny jeans. I want my t-shirt choice to be cool, but I don't want to make too many statements with my wardrobe. So I want to be cool enough, right? Like I want when people see me that I look trendy enough, but I don't want to stand out in my wardrobe, especially in the role that I play in, in the business, I'm really liking kind of being a little subtle. I have a big personality. So when I get going, I get going. So I kind of like for the way people to think about me and the things that I say, uh, the way that I act and not necessarily have a picture of, of me in some sort of wardrobe. So, so the identity descriptor for me, cool enough, Um, but then I also describe my personality, you know, like, uh, um, maybe gregarious, it would be an identity descriptor, um, outgoing for sure. Talkative, you know, so these are easy to do to describe my personality. It's a bit harder to do when you're describing your artistic brand, but maybe that's, you know, uh, edgy, um, sexy, um, relatable, right? Uh, good old boy. These are descriptors of your artistic identity that you need to kind of have on lock because, um, there's going to be times where people like ask you to describe your music and sometimes really what they mean is like actually describe your brand, but they say like describe your music. So this is a way that you can make that not some sort of genre um, infused uh, pointless statements, right? Like, oh, it's a mixture of like, you know, this genre and that genre or whatever. Like 
your identity descriptors are a way more creative way to describe your brand than genres, right? So um, taking the time to just write it out. All right, cool enough. That's my that's mine. So anybody else with me? Honestly, just like sidebar, I started doing this wardrobe choice a lot having to do with like some of the ADHD stuff that I'm figuring out about my brain. I'm just getting super vulnerable with you guys talking about divorce, marriage, ADHD, whatever, man. Y'all are here or you're not, whatever. My choice in the fashion honestly had to do with trying to limit the amount of choices that I make in a day that might cause me stress or deplete my choice making uh, uh, energy. And that's something that uh, Steve Jobs said. And like, I don't, I don't look to Steve Jobs too much, but that one hit home where I was like, you know what, if I just don't have to really think about what I'm going to wear, that might actually save me a lot of decision-making um, just like energy. So those are things to think about in how you create this identity. Think about ways to kind of hack the system and save some energy and have an identity that you can really lock into. And maybe that's like a persona, right? So man, that's, that's the fun work though. Enjoy. Inspiration Highway. The young creative mind is like a traveler that enters a valley that quickly fills with fog. And while the journey is thrilling, they don't know where they're going or where they'll end up. As the fog clears, they look around and they say, this place is beautiful or this place is desolate. A mature creative mind avoids the fog and returns to the places of beauty where they know a spring of inspiration runs free. A jaded creative mind returns to places that were once beautiful, but fails to recognize that the spring has run dry. The only way to escape this desolation is to re-enter the valley filled with fog and go on that thrilling journey to find a place of beauty again. Wow, you made it to the end of the episode. I'm impressed. Uh, Listen, I want to keep the conversation going. I want to hear your questions, your ideas, what this made you think about, uh, where your challenges are, and uh, and maybe we'll have you come on the podcast to talk about it. We are live in the Discord often, so be sure to jump in the Discord and and discuss these things with us. And then if you haven't yet, you really got to go over to zero to 60 by aging.com and you got to watch the free workshop because there's some really good stuff in that workshop. It's like 45 minutes of like solid stuff. I'm Nathan Dose, founder of AGD entertainment, author of zero to 60. Thanks for hanging out with us. Have a good day.